All right, welcome back to uh, the Constitutionals. I'm your host, Chad White. This is, if you didn't know, the Constitutionals is a premier podcast from com. Um, the podcast where a bunch of whole comedy stuff happens. The, the plugs will happen at the end. I'm the host, and <laughs> this is it. Uh, a little behind the scenes stuff. I forgot to record an episode on Sunday. Couldn't actually, because I was busy. And uh, Monday, I forgot to record one too. So this is the day of, and it is about an hour, five minutes past when it was supposed to post. It's supposed to post at nine o'clock in the morning on the East Coast side. So I'm sorry about that. But anyway, we've got we've got a whole bunch of stuff going on. I saw. The House, starring Amy Poehler and Will Ferrell. It was wonderful. And Jason Manzoukas, he is the third build star in that movie. It was wonderful. I cannot believe how much I laughed. I really had a good time. I saw it on Saturday morning with a free birthday ticket. Had birthday to me from <laughs> one of the local theaters. And I was Saturday morning, 9.15, saw it by myself, only person in the theater. The greatest feeling. The greatest thing in the world free movie only person in the theater early morning and by the time it ended around 11 i had my entire day ahead of me i could do whatever i wanted which was work so <laughs> had to work but it was it was a very funny movie i, I very much had a very it was it, i enjoyed myself and it just escalated to a point where it was just ridiculous uh, it was written by andrew j cohen and brendan o'brien to the same two writers that did the neighbor series and Mike and Dave need wedding dates. I was hoping for a Zach Efron appearance. Did not see him at all unless he was a cameo and during the casino. I don't know, but they, they were, they're very funny guys. Can't believe that this was their fourth movie. I can't believe that they've been working for so long and they just, they finally sold this. They finally did this movie. It was very, it was very funny. It was, it was not that long. And like I said, it just escalate, escalated. But apparently it's a box office failure. It only has, uh, I guess at the time of this, uh, Wikipedia is telling me $11.7 million. The budget in the box office and the budget was $40 million, which is understandable because there's a lot of, <laughs> it just, it, it got big. But I don't know, people, it, you should really go see this movie, especially if you find yourself as a comedy fan. There's a, let me just go down and cast. Will Ferrell, Amy Poehler, Jason Manzoukas. Those are the top three. Nick Kroll. I don't want to say that Latinx person on the Wikipedia. Allison Tolman, Michaela Watkins, Cedric Yarborough, Andrea Savage, Rob Hubel, Lennon Parham, Wayne Fetterman, Rory Scovel, Scovel, Kyle Kinane, Sam Richardson. Sam Richardson's in there for maybe half a second. Alexandra Daddario. Who is she in that movie? Anyway, Randall Park. Just a whole, a, a cavalcade of people, just a bunch of people that they had. And apparently this movie was shot in 2015, in September in LA. And that was, boy, that was two years ago. And that was coming out. Good Lord. Why did they hold it? Why did they hold it for so long? It couldn't have, I guess, cause Mike and Dave need wedding dates and, uh, scored an 18% on the Rotten Tomatoes aggregate. Who cares? Doesn't matter. I thought, it was, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I laughed my butt off. Maybe it's because it was nine o'clock in the morning when I saw this movie. I even showed up late. I missed about a minute. I came in. Amy and Will were talking about their daughter. Or maybe that was her daughter. I don't know. Anyway, it's very. I had a good. I had a good time watching this movie. It was very funny. So 
Uh, anyway, let's move on. Uh, right now, I'm watching. There's a Veep marathon going on HBO two, re- recounting the entire season. And now that I'm rewatching it. I'm thinking uh, this latest season that just ended maybe two weeks ago. And I might as well rewatch it because I love Veep. I'd only do that for The Simpsons and Veep, and that's pretty much it. But now that I'm rewatching it, I'm thinking maybe they maybe they wrote when they wrote these episodes when they broke the story for these episodes maybe they they didn't they put them in the first half of the season is completely different from the second half for second half of the season so there's it's 10 episodes um and the first five or it's just so weird it's just her trying to get her library well, of course you know it's the overarching season plot points she's trying to get her library made jonah's failing upwards still but they're talking about a senate seat in the episode that comes after georgia after they went to georgia and now, um, I don't know. The, the, they said CNN, CNN.com said she was a, a long shot of a long shot. It's choice or something like that. I don't know. It's weird. So I, I can't, I can't remember them talking about that, you know, versus her in the season finale. Spoiler alert that she was going, I'm just going to, going to ruin it. Cause if you didn't watch it, it's your fault. <laughs> it's been two weeks. Um, and it's only 10 episodes and, and they, and they said, and now she's running for president again. And so in three seasons, we'll see her or two seasons. Yeah. Cause it's been a year when she's out of office and then they're about a year ahead on, or a few months ahead on no year, a year ahead on the real election. So yeah. So yeah. So in about three seasons, if the show keeps going on, just hit my laptop, God, God willing, the show keeps going on. Then yeah. Anyway, I know it's weird. I, I just really like that show. And, uh, the season was kind of if you if you do like I do if you read the IMDb's and then you you read the IMDb's you watch the episode read the IMDb's and then you see that the uh, re, the reviewer for the IMDb <laughs> IMDb page uh, not IMDb AV Club why am I saying that I'm it's I'm sorry I'm multitasking <laughs> I'm looking up an actor actress from the house I don't know why I'm doing this. As I'm talking to you guys, I, I'm sorry. Well, no one's listening, so it doesn't matter. Uh, but if you look at the AV Club reviews from Kate Kolzik, she was kind of lukewarm on some episodes, like the Omaha episode, the library episode, and the Qatar episode. I mean, she has a right to be, too. And, it, and I really read her reviews, and I agreed a lot with her work. Like, yeah, maybe... Maybe they could have done better this, maybe they done better that. But all in all, it's a good episode. Good season of a good series of TV. Now, if you can't hear, because I can definitely hear, because this is quiet where I'm recording this, I can hear cicadas outside just skidding along, skidding along, doing thing, doing their thing. So, I don't know. Anyway, what I really want to talk about is something oh it's already been seven minutes good <laughs> good is uh something that uh has really really been getting to me comedian hosted talk shows there's a lot of television out there and if you have been watching news time at least <laughs> in the past eight months i've been mentioning a number 454 that's new scripted tv shows that's comedy drama Action, I guess, is that a, I don't know. Comedy and drama are the only two categories. So for television, so 
yeah, so there's 454 new scripted shows this past television season. That number comes from FX head or chief, whatever, John Landgraf. Just go watch News Time. I've explained it in, in depth detail. I'm not doing it again. But with those shows comes a lot of shows that are basically modeled after one another. And and there's a lot of a lot of comedians take advantage of the Sammy model. So I just want to talk about that. Uh, Jim Jeffries is one. Jim Jeffries and James Davis, both on Comedy Central, both launched their shows within the past two weeks of each other. Within within a week of each other, at least. James Davis is hosting Hood Adjacent with James Davis, and his show is just about growing up a few blocks from the hood and knowing and knowing what goes on there. And like he has one joke in the premiere episode, which I reviewed on cpluscounty.com where he says he remembers the riots, but he only remembers being able to see them <laughs> and, but not experiencing like <laughs> be able to see and hear everything, but not experiencing it firsthand. I butchered the joke. And then Jim Jeffries has a show called the Jim Jeffries show. It's just like the daily show, but hosted by Jim Jeffries. And I would, and basically they're all the daily show except hosted by so-and-so. Nikki Glazer had a, had a talk show. Moshe Kasher had a talk show. I guess you can kind of consider, what's his name, Daniel Tosh's show. Uh, I guess it's a clip show, but anyway. So what I'm getting at is there's, when I was younger and I saw Conan for the first time, I thought that is the kind of show I want to have. And then up until, I guess I'd say a few months ago, like this year, definitely, but a few months ago, I thought that is the kind of show I want to have. I want to have a late night show where I get to talk to a bunch of comedians and actors and stuff. But now I don't want that anymore because every single person has that type of show. But there are some people doing it different. Wherein Moshe Cash is doing it different and Nikki Glazer was doing it different before hers was canceled. <laughs> uh, even TJ Miller's The Goreburger Show, which is a show I'm not even a huge fan of. I'm not even a fan of, period. But even he's doing it different because he's a giant alien monster. And plus it was a web series. But he's a giant alien monster talking to these comedians. And then we're actors. And then you have uh, The President Show, which is a persona from, uh, crap, what is his name? Uh, oh God, I feel Anthony Adamanic, Adamanic, yeah, Adamanic. You have him hosting this show as the president, and it's getting you know viewers. It's not getting the best viewers, but Comedy Central doubled down on this. And then you got, and then you cancel Larry Wilmore, and you bring in Jordan Klepper, break him off from the Daily Show that he's only been doing for a year and some change at that point. You're gonna give him his own show. How are these things gonna be different? How can you make how can you make a show there you know, ever since Conan and Johnny and Jimmy Kimmel and uh I guess even Lena Letterman, you know, ever since you know, these those guys those guys are the last ones to to have the traditional talk show and make it something where they can stand out. So Conan and Letterman were the weird, wacky dude. Wacky, I don't say wacky. Were the weird out of there dudes. Uh, Leno was just always kind of smooth sailing, right down the middle parallel. And now, then now you have Corden trying to hit the YouTube generation, and that's why pretty much everything he does 
Actually, I'd guarantee and say uh, 100% of everything he does is made for YouTube for the click abilities. And then you got Colbert. He's the only he's the only one uploading full interviews. And, you know, you can see him for the, all seven or eight, all 10 minutes of it. And then he may, and then he and Seth Myers are making 10 minute segments, 13 minute segments, 15 minute segments available in whole pieces on YouTube.com. Then you got. So then, who? So how do you be different? And that's when John Oliver and Samantha B. That's how you make their their shows. Were just it's just one person talking about one or two stories, and then that's it. And that's how you and that's how you capitalize on the same market. You do one one show a week, make it different, and then so that's why you know a couple months ago when there's a whole hubbub about. Conan and TBS possibly taking the show to one week, once a week, only doing forty some odd shows like Samantha B and John Oliver do, because Conan does so successfully. He's so he does his, he does so well with the remotes and his remotes. You know when he goes to China or Atlanta or whatever, and he and he does I don't two different opposite sides of the world. He goes to China or he goes to some other country. And he and he shoots a remote, and he brings it back, and it airs in a couple of weeks. He goes to Mexico, you know, stuff like that. But there's something to having to innovate on every single episode, every day or every week, and that's why I think the Pete Holmes show did well. Now they shot, not, <laughs> oh boy, I hope I'm not wrong in this number, but I think they shot 80 episodes in total. And it was, uh, and that show was produced by Conan. This is way back in 2012 uh, or 2013. Yeah, 2013. They shot two seasons, 80 episodes. But what they did was they shot, they bulk shot episodes. They shot them a lot all at once, and then they would release them over the course of the week. And they and they would have four or five episodes a week. I don't know. I don't remember. But they did not get a lot of viewers. But with that said. They were producing a whole bunch of. Bef- this is before. This is while Letterman's still there, while Craig Ferguson is still on TV. They're producing a whole bunch of for YouTube segments, or just segments that just happen to do well on YouTube, like the X Men segments and the Batman segments from co- like they did with co- College Humor, like Pete Holmes did with College Humor. He played Batman, so I don't know. I'd I'd just say. Yeah, it looks like they did four episodes a week. So I, I don't know. So Pete Holmes did it differently. Moshe Casher is doing it differently. He's just taking, like, problematic. Is taking a topic that's not often talked about in the world, and then he's and then now he's sitting down with people from both sides of the issue or from a third angle, and they're talking about it. So that's what he did with gun control. That's what he did with Islamophobia. Well, for that one, he, he only talked to people who were affected by Islamophobia. So that was, it was only one side and it's the right side. It's the side that, uh, is against that kind of hatred. So when you got, when you got, when you've got regular talk shows on comedy central coming out regularly and it's really getting old, how do you, how do you, how do you combat that? So that's why you have your own, you have your own version of a talk show. And there's also, talk show the game show on true tv hosted by guy branham and that show 
when I launched this year. That was it's, it's an all right show. It's still going on, and I'm happy for them because everybody should get their chance to have their own show. And it's doing, and I think it's I think it's pretty cool. Host not hosted, um, produced by Wanda Sykes. And I think that's all you. That's all. That's you gotta. You just gotta find a way to be different. And they're all getting old. Yeah, you know, Eliza Schlesinger has a show on Freeform of all places. I guess Freeform really wanted to hit that late night comedy market. Uh, but good for her. I'm not gonna watch it. I have no, I have no interest in watching that. And I assume, since I'm not hearing about it, it's the it's the same show as anything that could happen on Comedy Central. It's kind of like when you watch ABC. I've done. I've already talked about this. In my ABC's uh, bet winning this uh, the on comedy video about <laughs> there's no sentence there. I did a video for on comedy the documentary series on C comedy YouTube dot com slash C comedy where it's talking about ABC is now the best network network broadcast network at sitcoms, and they are, but they have a formula, and that's that's really a part of the issue. So their formula is take a family. Find their theme, boom. There you go. So blackish, they're black, boom. <laughs> the middle, they're poor, boom. Modern Family, they're rich, boom. There you go. Uh, fresh off the boat, they're Asian, boom. Asian in the nineties, boom. Uh, what's the American Housewife, which used to be the fattest housewife in Westport, which is a better title, way catchier. Uh, the the mom is fat, boom. Go. So they've got. So they've so they've got they've got the Goldbergs. They're an eighties family. Boom. Okay, but so they've got they've got these. They aired them in two night blocks: Tuesday and Wednesday, uh, eight to ten. That sets a four hour block per week. So they've got uh, or two two hour blocks. So they've got so they've got they've got the formula. They've got everything. But when when something. When NBC, the the used to be leader of sitcoms of comedy, when they air the Good Place, then they have some, then that's when the sitcom space is getting inverted. Same thing with Brooklyn Nine Nine that started. Same thing with New Girl, except New Girl became very predictable because they're putting characters together, and I'm uh, wasting my time. But so back to these comedian hosted talk shows. How do you find a way to be different? The same thing with the comedian hosted sketch shows, Key and Peele. They could not escape being compared to the Chappelle show, mostly because they both talked about race, but Key and Peele were doing something different there. I'm sure they're grateful for the doors opened up by Dave Chappelle, but what wouldn't it stink to be pigeonholed into one area that's saying, okay, but yeah, but Dave Chappelle definitely, yeah, yeah, it's great. That's great. That's perfect. But I wouldn't, for Conan, I wouldn't want to be compared. I'm not going to say Leno. I was going to say Leno. I wouldn't want to be compared over and over again to Jimmy Fallon or Stephen Colbert or James Corden. I want to be my own thing. And so, I don't know. That's that's all I want to talk about. That's it. it there's a lot. There's too many comedian-hosted talk shows out there. And I I would honestly say there's probably too many too many comedian led biography sitcoms I guess is that we're gonna call them because there are situational comedies or biography led comedy shows whatever 
you know, as much as I love Pete, Pete Holmes, I like his show crashing. I really like it. I like it a lot. Probably one of my favorite comedies of the year, but I'm getting kind of, I mean, and then he did kind of, it is kind of different. And it, uh, it's, it's him playing himself getting divorced. Yeah. We know that story if you're listening to his podcast, but it also takes place now kind of cause everybody has iPhones and he's older. <laughs> I get, cause I know he's not playing 20 some odd year old Pete Holmes who's getting divorced. <laughs> That's not happening. So I don't know. It's just, it's just different. So d- just find a way if you're going to be a comedian, find a way to make your show different for him for crashing it was, it's of course him starring in it, but then it's also featuring all these other comedians who are helping him out. It's, it's him hopping from comedian's apartment to comedian's apartment, just making things different. And so I guess, you know, after Louie, everything changes. Then you see Atlanta, then you see Insecure. These are all great, but they got to find a way to be different. Atlanta was kind of, kind of subverted the genre and was a little bit weird and secure had a lot of self talk. I don't know. Talking to self Easter Ray was a, is a kind of a rapper. Not, she doesn't really make, she doesn't make music, but she raps and stuff. And I don't know, but I do like, I like insecure a lot. I like it more than uh, Atlanta. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah. Um, then you got the meltdown with Joan and Camille. That was already a live show, but they're just recording uh, these sets and putting them in a TV. You gotta, you gotta make, you gotta make something different. That's the thing. That's the thing. I don't know who that was. Man, that's a new character. That's my new character. Guy who, guy who's pointing things out way too obviously. Showbiz show with David Spade. Stranger with Candy. Make things different. And now I'm just looking at Comedy Central's Wikipedia page, just naming shows. The Detroiters. See, it's but that's that's a comedy comedian led comedy show, but it's not a show about what you could uh, uh, Sam and Tim being comedians. It's just about them being admin, and that's why I like them. Fun people, funny people. Watch Detroiters. I want to rewatch it at some point this summer, and then. We will end this. All right, so that's all you get for this week's uh, episode of the Constitutionals. I hope you enjoyed it. There's a topic. You're welcome. Uh, I hope I have a topic next week. We'll see what happens. Uh, if, if you like this, if you like this show, and you and you think my voice is funny, and sometimes you want to listen to my other voice as well, then you can also head to cpluscomedy.com where we got the latest news, reviews, features, interviews, a whole bunch of comedy bits. The only I can provide you with. You can follow us on Twitter at cpluscomedy. Follow me on Twitter at Chad Black White. Like us on Facebook. Head to youtube.com slash comedy for our premiere show, News Time. Sometimes on comedy is uploaded. Haven't done one in several months, but I will get back to it at some point. I've got a couple of ideas. Got a couple of scripts already written too, so there you go. There's that. Remember, do stuff. Make it different. Make it stand out. Make it your own. All right. I love you. Thanks. Bye.